우주에서는 위도 없고 아래도 없대요. 우주의 마음으로 보면 버릴 것도 없고 귀한 것도 없고요. 다 자기 자리에서 다 소중하다. 그렇게 말씀하셨어요. In space, there's no up or down. From the universe's point of view, nothing is worthless or precious. Everything is precious in its own place. That's what he said. Kinka and Quinka, 여러분 안녕하세요. This is Room or Hando Jun, your Kinka Chingu, your Kinka classmate, and I'm also the host of Kinka Podcast, K Drama and Language Learning. Um, hello, yeah, 안녕하세요. <laughs> uh, 어떻게 진행하셨어요? 이번 주 Valentine's Day인데, so this week is actually Valentine's Day. So how have you been doing? Are you okay? Are you fine? Are you alone being single? Or are you happy being single? Or are you happy being a couple or anything? I do believe that you're happy no matter what. If you're not happy, then just try to be happy and put a smile on your face. Okay, can we try that? Yeah, I hope you can. Uh, in today's episode, I will be talking about the just newly released movie on Netflix. It's called Space Sweepers. It was released on February 5th, if I got my date right. And yeah, so that's going to be the main theme of today's episode. And as usual, the format will be the same. There will be five minutes of our weekly vocab, and then we'll go on to the discussion. After the discussion, we'll have a song recommendation of the week. Um, study tips and our favorite K-drama words of wisdom. All right, so yeah, let's head straight to the vocabulary words of the week. For our weekly vocab, I will be presenting to you five words that I picked up from the sh- from the movie Space Sweepers. Um, most of these words might not be very new to me, but I haven't really encountered them a lot of times, and so sometimes they just seem new to me. And it might also be the case for you. But also, if you're not a fan of learning the Korean language and vocabulary words, you can skip the next five minutes, or you can just stay and learn five new Korean words. Who knows? You might encounter these words again in the future, right? So, all right. First word: ingongjungyeok. Ingongjungyeok. This is actually a compound word, or actually not really. Um, well, it is. Um, it's artificial gravity. Ingong is anything artificial or man-made, and jungyeok is gravity. So ingong jungyeok, artificial gravity. Let's use it in a sentence. Ingong jungyeok이라면 사람이 만든 중력이죠. Artificial gravity is man-made gravity, right? Second word, mia. Mia. Mia is a missing child. Samuel sentence. 모두 미아 수색을 참여했어요. Everybody joined in the search for the lost child. Mia. Third word. 공룡. 공룡. 공룡 is dinosaurs. 
Um, it's an old word and we don't really encounter them. I'm ashamed that I don't know this word before. I mean, I've heard of it, but it doesn't, like, I, I couldn't keep it in my mind that Gongyong is actually dinosaurs. Well, I, I don't really read a lot about dinosaurs, especially in Korean, so... Yeah, I, I didn't know this word before, but Gongyong is dinosaur. Let's use it in a sentence. I want to see dinosaurs in person, so should I time travel? Fourth word. Hellhole, gutter, sewer, ditch. Let's use it in a sentence. Don't fall into another hellhole. Fifth word. Hupsuhada. Hupsuhada. Hupsuhada means to absorb, soak, or consume. Let's use it in a sentence. Hupsuhada. You're only draining the earth's resources while creating your own paradise. Hupsuhada. So those are our five words, our weekly vocab, and let's review them. Ingongjungnyok. Ingongjungnyok, artificial gravity. Mia, missing child. Kongnyong, dinosaurs. Shigungchang, hellhole, gutter, sewer, ditch. And last word, hupsuhada. Hupsuhada, it means to absorb, soak, or consume. As usual, these vocabulary words will be uploaded on my Instagram account. I mean, the Instagram account for this podcast. And it's also in the show notes so you can review them, review the sample sentences, or study these vocabulary words even further. It's up to you. So as for me, I'll put them on the Instagram account. And it's like my own flashcards. And you can use that too for your own study just to add these words in your like, vocabulary castle or vocabulary island of any sort. All right, so that's it for our vocabulary words. And now let's move on to the discussion and commentary. All right, so it's now the time for discussion. I'm, I'm not sure if you've been waiting for this or if you've even tried to watch the movie, but... Anyway, let's see, and before I begin with the discussion, I just give you another disclaimer because today is, I don't know, I, I think my neighbors have some sort of a birthday party, so they're quite noisy, and for me, there's no other time for me to record this episode unless I try to delay it and push it back a week after, so maybe, or... Aside from that, well, I could wake up at maybe 3 a.m., 4 a.m. and try to record, but I cannot do that right now. So I'm just recording this despite some unnecessary background noise. But just like how I did last week, I will put some jazz music so that you can feel like we're just in a coffee shop and talking about K-drama and there are people talking in the background. They can be very noisy at times. You can hear dogs barking at times. And yeah, I'm sorry if that's making the quality of this podcast quite low as to what you would consider a standard. But 
I'll try my best. Maybe I'll come up with other schedules next time so that uh, I wouldn't have to deal with this. But right now for this episode, this is how it's gonna be like. Um, hopefully next week it could be different. Maybe I'll, I'll really try to wake up really early and record during the times that people are still asleep so that there would be no noise. But um, I did I tell you that I actually moved to a different um, room? Um, this is not in the same house as my family lives in. It's in the same neighborhood, but it's different. So the acoustics of the room is quite different and my neighbors are also different i mean yeah it's not exactly the same as the last time in my previous recording my neighbors would usually have some sort of a gathering or ha hangout session at night and that also happens to be the time that i record this podcast and now as i'm recording this it just so happens that they my neighbors have a birthday party and birthday parties don't happen every week, so hopefully next week it wouldn't be the same. Alright, so, okay, my disclaimer is a bit too long, but yeah, I just wanted you to know so that, yeah, um, yeah, so you wouldn't be surprised. Okay, there's this jazz music again, and there are people talking in the background, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, before we talk about, well, I... Before I talk about Space Reapers, let me first read to you the synopsis from Asian Wiki. Okay, so this is the synopsis from Asian Wiki. Teho, played by Sung Joon Ki, is a pilot of Spaceship Victory, which is led by a captain, Kim Terry. Okay, so Kim Terry, it was played by Kim Terry. And Teho will do anything to make money, but he is always broke. Tiger Park, played by Jin Sung Kyu, and a robot, played by Yu Jin, are crew members of the spaceship. Okay, so the plot synopsis given by the Asian Wiki staff is not very detailed, but that's okay. Well, this is the general idea. Also, the title of Space... The title Space Sweepers is only the working English title of the movie, but uh, the Korean title of the movie is actually Sung Ni Ho. Sung Ni Ho which literally means spaceship victory so that's the title but it was changed into space sweepers for the english audience and well i think it works because space sweepers are what they are so some sort of a space janitor space cleaner something like that so that's how it's like all right so let me just open my notes so i know what i'm gonna be talking about all right so in terms of space movies i haven't really seen a lot of space movies well i've seen like i've seen all of star wars i like them and i like the plot um they're very old so it's the graphics are quite different and the pacing of the story for the old movies are really quite slow as compared to the movies that we are used to watching nowadays so the, I think for Space Sweepers, the most comparable movie that I can think of is Wandering Earth. It's also on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix. Probably it is. Wandering Earth is a Chinese space movie. And it's also kind of, it's not the same. They have a different plot and... Uh, well, there are also a lot of foreign characters, uh, foreign-speaking characters. 
um yeah i i, I think that one is similar because well in a world wherein we're already trying to dwell in space uh, i think it would be necessary that we communicate better with other people who speak different languages so it's not only english people and we don't need to have english all the time so i think we're trying to come to that kind of a world wherein professionals of their own fields don't really have to speak english but they just have to speak their own native language and just do well at the job that they have yeah uh okay so there's this interesting thing in the movie it's the translator so they have this sort of translation device that they plug into their ears it's just like an earphone a wireless earbud if you may and so people just talk and it, it seems like it instantly gets translated into their own language so whatever language it is if you're speaking korean and i'm speaking filipino so if we try to talk as you speak korean and uh, i will hear it in filipino and if i speak to you in filipino you will hear it in korean something like that it's an interesting thing i mean it's an interesting development so the setting of the movie is in 2092 now it's 2021 so we have about 71 years 71 so 71 years is quite a lot okay after 71 years i'd almost be 100 oh my goodness um yeah i don't imagine myself reaching 100 but maybe i will we don't know that but yeah so in 70 years i'm curious as to how far we can go in terms of machine or computer translation because right now the idea is that it's still gonna be a really long way to go before machines can replace human translators because there's still that we we do believe that ai and robots are very dumb in terms of context like that's something that they can't understand right now at least so we haven't made ai that much intelligent in terms of understanding different kinds of context especially human contexts are so complicated that sometimes even us humans don't understand context and <laughs> yeah so i think that's gonna be a challenge if if we try to look at how translation and interpretation is going to be different in the future so I, I believe that right now maybe in the next 20 to 30 years human translation is still going to be a thing and that's why i'm still studying korean well uh, um i, I well I, I don't really know if i'd want to try on interpretation and translation in the future but i'm just having fun learning korean and trying my best to reach a certain level of fluency so yeah translation okay did i really mean to talk about translation for today um well yeah also i wanted to talk about the poster of space sweepers because when i saw the first poster it seemed very colorful and you know some sort of cyberpunk colors but when i've seen the movie it's not i mean the colors were not bright they were not neon it leans more towards yeah dark colors and well because most of the scenes were in space and you know there we don't we don't have that 
sunlighting. Well, ac- except from the orbit, planetary orbit made by UTS and the Mars project. There's beautiful lighting there. But aside from that place, we're mostly in the ship or in the residential area for non-UTS citizens. So, um, yeah, I, I guess the poster deceived me, thing made me think that the movie will have a lot of bright colors, but no, it didn't. But it, it's okay, I, I don't mean to criticize that, but I, I was just saying. Um, there's an interesting aspect of the future that the movie made me think of while I was watching. Um, by the way, uh, I want to say that I've seen the movie twice. The first time I've seen the movie was with my family, with my mom and my sisters and my dad. So we watch it, um, I think last weekend, just when it was released. So it was released on the 5th. So we watched it on the 6th or 7th. So that weekend. And yeah, so we watch it with English subtitles because my parents and my family members cannot understand Korean. And then I watch it again after that, but not right after, maybe a few days after. And I watch it with English and Korean subtitles simultaneously using learn languages with Netflix. And yeah, just wanted to say that I watch it twice. So the first one was just to enjoy together with my family and the next one was to be more immersed with the language and also to make me think more of the themes that were being presented in the movie. So one thing that I wanted to comment on is about space being our next garbage can. Is that like the theme here? Because, you know, right now we're, we're all just living on Earth and we've polluted the Earth, you know, with trash and we create more and more trash each day and we throw more and more trash every single day and it it feels like after polluting the earth and destroying the earth humans are gonna do that to the space to the outer space too like that's why they're even called space sweepers right so they are literally janitors or cleaners of space because there's a lot of trash of or garbage in space and that makes me feel sad because i don't know the accumulation of things uh, i'm not a minimalist but i'm just thinking that this addiction to the accumulation of things is really bad and our desire to you know accumulate more and more and more and more things it's crazy and that's I don't know, I think that will lead to eventually making space our garbage can. And it's a sad reality. Something has to be done for it not to happen. And for it not to happen, what do we do? Um, I, I'm not a super environmentalist. and I, I, Well, I know a few groups. I've been with some groups who are really into... You know protecting mother earth and sustainability and stuff but i myself cannot like speak a lot on this topic so but i just wanted to say that yeah this is a concern that was shown in the movie okay um what else do i want to talk about oh future of space travel 
Yeah, I, I've always been thinking of, you know, may, I, I hope I can travel to space. I hope it becomes accessible to, you know, a lot more people because right now, how many people can actually travel to space? Like, even to travel to the moon, is that even possible? Like, can we go to the moon because, you know, tourism purposes? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, it's a. Can, can we consider the moon a tourist spot? I, I mean, there's probably not a lot of things that you can do there, but there might be people who would think, oh, I want to go to the moon or, or just to sightsee or to the space stations. But yeah, I, I guess it, we're not at the point of being super... Um, is ludicrous a word? Or I don't know. We're not at that point wherein we can just travel... To space for leisure so most people that go to space are there because they have jobs to do there and for us though for regular people maybe if we want to go there just for travel um it will definitely cost us a lot of money and i have no idea how many people are going to be um i mean i don't know how many people can afford that But yeah, so I'm just curious how, how it will be like because perhaps in the past air travel was very expensive and right now it's accessible to us, although right now it's quarantine. So, I mean, a lot of countries are still in quarantine and have travel restrictions. So please don't travel unnecessarily. Yeah, just just saying. Okay, my, my voice is getting hoarse. Um, I, I didn't intend it to be like this, but yeah, anyway. We'll just proceed. Um, don't mind my voice. If it becomes really weird, uh, just keep listening as long as you can understand what I'm saying. But if you reach a point that you can't understand me anymore, then yeah, just watch out for next episode. But okay, I'll continue talking about some thoughts regarding the movie. Um, okay, uh, there's this trope in the movie. The okay, I, I call this trope the evil savior of man, eh, the evil savior of mankind. So there's this guy. His name is James. Was it James? Yeah, Sullivan. So he's some sort of a scientist and um, a charismatic leader, and he considers himself the savior of mankind by providing a new paradise for all of the people a new paradise a new heaven yeah whatever um yeah first he had this beauty as planetary orbit and then he's making his new project mars and while he in the beginning at the beginning he seemed like a good guy in a very he's he was really charming but then later on we find out that he's not all that good and yeah i think this is a trope that You know, you have this very rich, very intelligent person in the field of science who happens to appear as if he's gonna save the world, but eventually he's actually the one destroying it. And that is who James Sullivan was in this movie. That's a thing. That's a trope that I think uh, it's a recurring pattern in a lot of this futuristic movie and i fear that we might think that way about 
the leading scientists or leading rich people pursuing development in space industries uh, I, I hope not like for example uh, right now we have Elon Musk right I really um, I, I'm not like idolizing him or anything but I like what he's doing and I hope he succeeds like to bring people to Mars and well not like commercially uh, I don't know the details about what he plans exactly on Mars but he's trying something interesting like we're going beyond what we can do right now that's his thing right so yeah I, I just kind of like that about Elon Musk and I hope he succeeds but 2092 um yeah will Elon Musk still be here by then we don't know well we'll see um yeah uh okay since I'm talking about James Sullivan right He's was he German or just American or I am not sure of his Sullivan. I, I think Sullivan is American or Australian. Um, but yeah, so what's my point? My point is that the movie had a lot of foreign elements. Like it's a Korean movie, that's for sure. But there are there were a lot of foreigners. There's a French guy, there's um, I don't know the other nationalities, so I, I would just wouldn't name them. But yeah, there's a lot of nationalities in there. They're speaking different languages, Chinese, Japanese, and there was even Filipino. I think there were two Filipino instances in the movie. And for me, that felt like, okay, this is fan service because they know that a lot of Filipino people are watching this or are going to watch this. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. I mean, I liked it. Although, you know, there's this typecasting even for those kinds of things. It would be in, it would be interesting if we've had a Filipino line for um, an astronaut or a space something rather than a server at a canteen, you know? I mean, that's not all that we can do. I mean, yeah, Filipinos also does a lot of progress in the sciences you know so just saying that we're still being typecast in movies like this hopefully in the future it's gonna change yeah mm, was that a rant no it's not a rant i just wanted to say that and it just came to mind it's not even on my notes but no i'm not ranting okay a few more things that are on my notes and then yeah, I, I think we'll finish quick. So a few more things. Okay, um, this one is about robots and sexuality. So there's this character named Bubs, B-U-B-S, Bubs. Um, but the Korean name is what's the Korean name? Optong ah, Optong, Optong. It doesn't sound like a name that I would hear on a Korean drama. Optong, Optong, and uh, I didn't research what it could mean, but yeah, it, in English, the name of the robot is Bubs, and in Korean, it's Aptung. I'm not sure if it means anything, but okay, why do I want to bring this out? I wanted to bring this out because, well, robots and sexuality. So we know that robots don't have genders, or do they? Or do they have sexes? Well, definitely robots do not have sexes, but are they allowed to have genders? We don't know. 
I mean, it's them. And they're literally robots are things, right? And things don't have genders. Like a pen, a paper, a table, whatever. They don't have genders unless it's a language of genders. Right? German, French. So for these languages, even things have genders. But in English and in other languages, or, you know, in just the biological sense, robots don't have sexes and genders. But in this movie, there is that distinct thing that was shown to us that in the beginning, this robot was voiced by a man. So he had a male voice. But then when Bob's, when Bob's, was you know trying to do some makeup for the child what's her name again dorothy so when bobs was trying to put on makeup to dorothy dorothy suddenly called bobs onni like sis and i was surprised because of that but like what bobs is female or at least Bob's had had that tendency to be female. And I realized that even further when I remember that Bob's was looking at um what was this called? Like a skin? Like I don't know what it's called, I forgot, but it's like when you're playing games, right? And you want to put on skin, so different skins on your character. So something like that for robots. And he was actually looking for a female skin. So that made me feel like, okay, so there's this robots and sexuality theme going theme going on here. So what is this about? And we can interpret this in a lot of ways. But what I'm looking at here right now is I'm thinking that there's a play in terms of sexuality. Um, what? What is it? I don't know. It depends. I think it depends on every singular person who watch this so we might have different opinions about it but because of that i'm feeling like okay so robots can have their self-expression and things um there's no nothing about love here so yeah i I wouldn't talk about that but it's an interesting thing um another interesting thing about robots here would be the idea of nanobots we hear of nanobots in a lot of sci-fi dramas or movies the first time i've heard of nanobots in a drama would be in one uh no not wonder woman uh supergirl supergirl flash and those kinds of i mean dc that's where i've first heard of nanobots in a drama not i mean in real life i've heard of it in school but in drama i've heard of it from Supergirl and I don't know nanobots are just always being considered as bad I mean like it would destroy things or something but well eventually this this movie made a turn like it can actually protect you or something and I don't know Uh, I haven't studied anything about nanobots but it's a very interesting field robotics in itself is very vast so nanobots is like just you know one specialization among all the robotics thing and this will promise us a lot of things in the future 
So, um, this movie made me feel like, okay, I want to see the future more. I'm, I want to see more of the future. So we, we have to live longer, okay? That's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the essence of this episode. We have to live longer so that we can see whether these movies will, you know, show us what the future could be like. Wait, maybe in 2050, 70, if we're still alive by then, we can go back to these movies and see, oh, this thing didn't come true. Too bad. Oh, but this thing, oh, wow. It was really good. So, so it, it's really like how it was portrayed in the movie. Something like that. But yeah, the sad thing is, I hope we don't end up destroying Earth like how it was shown in the movie. Like, it's unlivable in 2092. I hope that doesn't happen. So, let's do something. Let's do something about our environment. And because of that, yeah, there's last one, one final point, point that I'd like to give is about the block fox. Yeah, they are the environmentalists in the movie. So, yeah. Somehow, I think, like, there's this... It's not a propaganda. There's this agenda for us to think more of our current actions and think more for the environment because we don't want to end up destroying Earth and, you know, try to build another paradise in Mars or anything. But, yeah, for real, eventually the Earth, the sun in our solar system will boom, kaboom. And it's going to be the end of this solar system. But that's like many, many, many years later. So it's a challenge for us to move out, like go to a different galaxy or something. I, I hope that we science progress to that level. But right now, our main concern is to, con to make, make Earth livable for the next many, many generations. Okay, so I, I just wanted to end it at that, my commentary. So it's like, wait, was I talking about K-drama? It didn't feel like it. Well, never mind. <laughs> but that's the content of the movie anyway, so that's what I talked about. Alright, so that's it. Um, song recommendation of the week. Okay, this, my bad, I don't have any. So let's skip that. I don't have a song recommendation of the week. I just kept listening to... What was that? The song that I recommended last week. I forgot what the title was because I also didn't listen to it as much this week. Anyway, skip that. So study tips. Study tip for the week is to talk to yourself a lot using the Korean language. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I, I do this all the time. I talk to myself a lot using Korean. Like sometimes I even talk to myself silently. So not loudly. In Korean. Like, what do I say? Uh, like, if I were like that too, it would have been nice. Or something. A lot of things, actually. Weird things. Like, very simple sentences, though. Um, the point here is to make it natural for you to just throw Korean sentences or words from your mouth so just get used to talking to yourself using the Korean language no matter how simple that sentence is like just introducing yourself that's fine 
I mean, if you're a beginner, so just keep doing that. Talk to yourself a lot using the Korean language. That's our study tip. And yeah, before I say goodbye to every one of you, here's our K-drama word of wisdom. It was said by our favorite character from this movie, Dorothy. Well, it was from her father originally, and that sentence is 다 자기 자리에서 다 소중하다 Everything or everyone is precious in its own place. Okay, that's very beautiful, right? So, you... You, think about yourself. You are precious in your own place. So at whatever point in life you are at right now, whether you're trying to measure yourself against somebody in terms of success or fame or whatever, in your own place right now, you're precious. So just remember that. All right? Okay, so... It's actually already late at night and I want to say goodbye now. Um, it's been really noisy this episode. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but if you've endured until now, I really appreciate you listening. And well, I just shared my thoughts. It's also just a way for me to process my thoughts because in the future, I will forget all of this. Like, I will forget the K-dramas or the movies that I've seen, but... If I get back to this and listen to it again, I will remember that. Okay, this is how I thought about that movie or about that K-drama. And yeah, sometimes it just feels like I want to share things with you, with strangers or with friends, with family members. Um, my family members also listen to this from time to time. So hello. <laughs> my friends also. Yeah. Um, my neighbors are not because if they... If they get to hear this podcast, they will know that I'm actually talking about the birthday party that they're celebrating right now. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's a birthday party, so let's celebrate. It's it's fine. I'm good with that. It's just that sometimes I find it difficult to concentrate on my thoughts if I'm hearing some background noise. So actually, I, I tried to um, like block my ears right now so I wouldn't hear background noise while recording this but anyway so that's it thank you very much for listening next week i'll feature a k-drama that is a bl it's the first bl that i'm ever gonna watch so let's see about that bye bye